Welcome to the HSCT Warriors Podcast, bringing voice to the journeys of HSCT warriors worldwide. I'm Dr. Jen Stansberry-Koenig, or Zen Jen, moderator of meaningful conversations and convener of community. Whether you are or know someone who is battling multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, type 2 diabetes, scleroderma, lupus, or any of the 24 autoimmune diseases that HSCT can halt, or are simply inspired by transformational journeys, you are in the right place. As we continue to grow the HSCT warrior community, illuminate the invisibilities of autoimmune disease, recognize the possibilities of a future free from disease progression, connect through our shared experiences, and advocate for an inclusive society. We are glad you've joined us. Thank you again so much for taking time to talk with me. I'm eager to hear more about your story with HSCT. Today, I am speaking with Cecilia from Chicago, who received HSCT from Dr. Burt at Northwestern Memorial on July 11th of 2018. Is that right? Yes, it is. And so you're a recent veteran. Welcome to the club. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Sure thing. Before we get started with my questions, I would love to know more about how you came to find HSCT. So I was looking into what my next step was going to be for my treatment. I have been, I've had MS for over 15 years and I've been on about several different disease modifying drugs and I've been to that whole roller coaster. And so I started looking for other options because I failed, you know, yet again, the seventh drug. And I just wasn't sure what my next option was going to be. So I went online and um, actually a friend of mine told me about a friend that they knew who went through this here in Chicago. And so she connected me with him. I spoke with him about it, and then I just got on it. I started researching it, and um, all the information I found online just seemed pretty amazing. And I was also very blessed that this procedure is something that was done here in Chicago where I live. So very local, and it just was very um, serendipitous. Like, everything just worked out. You know, I was here in the city where I live, and so when I applied, I, I got into the program, and everything just worked out. Fell into place for you, sounds like. Yeah, it's everything's been really amazing, so and I'm so fortunate. You had been diagnosed for 15 years, you said. What? are some of the treatment options that you tried before looking into HSCT? Mm-hmm. So I was diagnosed in 2003 when I was 20. I had, um, you know, I followed the advice of my, you know, doctor at the time, and we all do the best we know at the time. And so I started with Avanex, and then I went, I did an actual chemotherapy treatment. It was just like a one-time treatment. It wasn't anything like intense. You know, there's so many different chemo treatments out there. So I, I did a chemo treatment as, you know, one dose. It kept me well for about a half a year. And then I went from Avamex 
to Copaxon, from Copaxon um, to Tysabri, then Texadera was the last drug I was on. I'm probably forgetting a drug in there somewhere, but um, I was on a few different ones. And I always say was I was on the roller coaster of um, illness, healing to like, you know, how like getting healthy again and then back on getting sick and then to illness and then healing. It was just, it was just a very difficult time. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate when we're on this roller coaster of getting sick and having the drugs that we're told to get on as our best option to ultimately fail us. And so, um, or they definitely, you know, did not work out for me. Or present but, challenges, um, right? That's the relapsing, remitting. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was a challenging time just going through that roller coaster. But um, somehow, and I think a lot, anyone with any, going through any challenging time, if it's an illness or whatever it can be, you know, we have that, we pull out our resilience and that I think got me through it from when I first was diagnosed to the most recent struggle I've been going through, which is a breakup. But, you know, we all have that little thing inside of us that just keeps us going forward. So I definitely had that. Well, not everyone has that. And so kudos to you for tapping into your resiliency um, and building that up for yourself before even going through transplant, I think some people might find it through their HSCT experience and some people find it through battling their autoimmune disease. And sounds like it's been a tool for you along the way. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely has been a tool that I've been using. And what I hope to share with people is that, you know, we all have it. It's just whether or not, you know, we just need to recognize it because we might be going through the, you know, the crappiest times and think like, oh my God, but our bodies even have an innate desire to heal, desire to move forward. You know, how, how is it that we get over things? We might consciously not even be aware of it, but our bodies are more aware of it and they somehow heal. You know, we get a cut, our bodies heal. We don't even have to think about it. Our bodies just do it. And so I think in that sense, we all have that resilience in us we don't we don't necessarily have to know it that we even have it because I know I didn't know it I didn't know it I just knew I just kept moving forward um but to really I hope you know people really can start identifying that and start um embracing it and feeling hopefully empowered by it that's beautiful so tell me more about why it was important for you to participate in the podcast Oh, um, thank you so much for, you know, just providing this platform out here. I think it's super important just for people to know this is an option. I feel like one of the most important things is to be, you know, educated of all the options that are out there. You know, I don't believe in there's one answer to one thing. I think this is, this is definitely an answer for me, but it's one of the many things that I've done. You know, I've worked on my my mindset and my diet and um, my relationships. And so all of these things have contributed to my healing. 
And, it, you know, like I always stress, it's not a one and done kind of thing, but I think it's super important what you are doing by just sharing this kind of message out there so we can learn and see what works out for our, for, for our lives, our path, our journey. Yeah, our individual so, um, experience. And so I appreciate right. I appreciate you taking the time to share more about your experience. Thank you so much. Of course. Yes. Can you tell us more about uh, your most memorable experience with HSCT? Oh, my most memorable experience. Well, because I've adopted a very positive mindset, which, you know, it's an everyday choice for me because some days I'm not all bubbly and happy, you know, because that's not how, that's not, that's not, that's not real. That's life. That's life. Yeah. Yeah. Life hits us, you know, and, but because I've adopted, you know, a more positive outlook and mindset, I'm able to return to it more frequently. And, you know, it has helped me is just my real understanding about how love has really changed everything for me, how I approach my disease, how I approach everyone, how I approach people. I really look to walk through my life in the lens of love. And I know it sounds so like butterfly-ish and kind of like, oh, yeah, love, you know, love everything. You hear all these cliche things. But I really get it now, you know, love does conquer all. And I feel like because I had this strong sense of love for myself, within myself, I was, I really was able to get through everything, everything with the pot, with going through, you know, the different treatments and all these different, you know, blood transfusions and, you know, oh my God, you know, some of the, some of the horrible side effects that we went through, uh, I just kept going. I was just, you know, I got this. I got, I'm protected. I am, you know, God is with me. I have, I have my personal mantras in like on call. God is with me. I will get through this. This will pass. Um, you know, I, I'm getting stronger. This is part of my process. This is part of my healing. And I just, I really had this positive and loving mindset and just kind of just, felt like I was in a bubble throughout my whole treatment. Um, and so I, I, I was very fortunate and um, I'm just so grateful for everything. A bubble filled with self-love. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It sounds like a cozy bubble. Was it tough to um, keep that going while you were inpatient even? Yeah. You know what? made it a little easier for me was that I was wanting to share this love with other people. So I was not just like thinking about myself. I was really thinking about how I remember when I was in the hospital, I was, you know, so open to connecting to everyone there. So even if I seen another girl going through the transplant, I was like, okay, I'm going to connect with her. And I wanted to stay connected to her and just share her journey. I wanted to understand what she was going through and just share that love with what I was sharing, it gets reflected back to me. So I know I was giving it in return, but I don't, I was hopefully being a, you know, a support system to whomever I was around and just kind of having the reciprocity of love. Um, and it's not an easy thing, but just even knowing, you know, somebody else was going through the same kind of treatment and that, you know, I just wanted her to know, 
like, I'm here for you. And I knew she was there for me, even though at times it seemed even more challenging for her. I still knew, you know, she, she was there for me. And just we had that kind of love and understanding for each other. Beautiful so, connection um, and community experienced yeah. in our HSCT family, isn't it? Yes, yes, exactly. The community was beautiful. Thanks for being I, a part of this community. Oh, of course. It's um, it's amazing. It's, you know, just sharing the light and letting people know, you know, you're not on your own, really. And I've been there, like, when I have... I would sit and listen to motivational speakers or positive things and I'd roll my eyes like, whatever, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. And when I try to, when I talk about my experiences that, you know, I do know, I mean, I, I've been there, you know, in different, you know, I don't know exactly what, you know, another person goes through, but I do understand how crappy this can be, but I also know that you know we can come out on the other end and we have the choice of how we want to see it we do it is a conscious choice of how we react and all we really have control over is our emotion right and our reaction Mm -hmm. um it's not easy right but ultimately it is ours to own that's a beautiful mindset and thank you for sharing that because again not everyone Mm -hmm. can tap into that mindset or resilience as you shared earlier Mm -hmm. and they're great reminders for anyone facing this or thinking too much about the anxieties of the unknown right if um, people going through this right now are listening and trying to figure out how to calm their mind or ease the anxiety sometimes it helps to just tune in to yourself and your own resilience right right exactly so how is recovery going for you? Recovery has been for me um quite a you know I've I'm I don't know if it's just I don't know why how everything has been so um kind of at ease like everything's been just kind of working out really well. I haven't had, you know, I'm not going to the time and I'm not going to superstitious or anything but you know, I just want to keep this this good uh, energy going for myself but even if there does come something down the line I'm not hoping for it but I you know I have faith that whatever it is I'm going to be okay no matter what but it's been it's been well you know I've been um, I see a chiropractor which I think chiropractic care has been has been helping me um, stay healthy but I you know I work on it every day and the mindset is a piece that I work on by myself doesn't cost anything and I know it's a little bit of medicine every single day just having a positive mindset that we all can do and we all can tap into so what are some specific strategies that um, support you in your recovery some of the things I mentioned like I have my personal mantras that I use whenever like I'm scared or I'm not feeling well or definitely when I'm scared, I even use this like when I'm driving sometimes and I'm like, I get nervous driving because um, sometimes my vision just doesn't feel as accurate as I would like it to be. And so I'm like, oh, shoot, I will, you know, just say, oh, God is with me, God is with me. And these repetitive things that I tell myself that subconsciously sinks into our bodies, into our cells, into our 
into our life. And so it matters. The language that we use for ourselves and for how we how we talk to ourselves, it does matter. And so I would say, you know, just how we treat ourselves and the language we use, it is it does matter. And I've been myself guilty of saying stuff like, oh, you know, you know, like you you say negative things, but what we are kind of doing for ourselves is putting that into creation. We're manifesting it. And so we have to be careful with our words. So for myself, like I, I try to be very just um, conscientious of the words that I use and um, how it's going to, how it's going to, how it's something that is healing me or hurting me. And whatever I want to do, I want it to heal me. So everything I do, I'm aware of it and try to just see it in the lens of love and see it in the way of healing myself. That's fantastic. Embodied mindfulness, it sounds like. Yes, yes. Yes, mindfulness is is a a key component to our healing and definitely the personal mantras. And we all can have our own that applies to our lives. And like I said, you know, God is with me. I'm okay. You know, this too shall pass. You know, we all have something that can help us get through something. It's not damning the situation or like, you know, sometimes I would curse in my head too. I used to be there like, oh, F this, F that. But, you know, but I'm going to be more gentle to myself and it's okay. You're good. You're beautiful. You're going to get through this even though I'm bald and I'm going to have hair. But you know what? Same these things myself just... It, it keeps me in a better place. And I, I'd rather keep that going. Absolutely. Positive self-talk is so important. Mm-hmm. So are there any tough decisions at this time that you face, like with recovery or, well, life in general? Well, um, any tough decisions that I have right now? Well, um, yeah, I'm just getting out of a relationship. And it's interesting because this person was in my life during the whole transplant and it's hard because they're no longer, they're no longer a part of my life, but I am able to really look at the relationship and, and be grateful for it. And that has been really helpful. I, you know, I think honestly, this person that was in my life was a guardian angel, very supportive and loving to me during a time of need. We, you know, are different we're going in separate paths at this point and it's sad. It's a loss, you know, but I know regardless, I'm good. I'm still good no matter what. And I think the universe will provide a, will will have something else amazing down the line that will be more aligned with my needs at this point. And, and it will just, um, it'll kind of work out in some way, but that has been challenging just the loss of a relationship. And, but I have, you know, been able to look at this and learn from it and, and I'm still processing it. It's not, it's not easy, but. Sure. um, Thank you for even sharing that vulnerability with us and um, your choice to embrace the positive aspects and choose compassion. That's um, beautiful mindset in order to work through everything. Yeah. Cause normally, you know, my normal go-to would be what's wrong with me 
why, what did I do? And kind of to start judging myself and even judging him. And I've been able to not do that. And I looking through the lens of love, you know, I know he cares about me and he loves me and we love each other. It's just, we're both being called in different directions and I respect him for him needing to go on his path. And I know he respects me and where I need to be, but it's definitely, I'm like, I feel like this is my first like grown up big girl relationship, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it, it's refreshing to be able to see it in the lens of love and, and, wish wish him well it's not easy it's hard you know I have my nights where I was crying and you know I miss some but I still come back to you know I'm okay I'm still I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna get through this I I mean look at I went through a stem cell transplant so I right. think everything else surmounts to and this is like a little thing <laughs> indeed you are strong warrior <laughs> thank you So are there any um, doubts that you have moving forward with recovery, that is? No, I don't have any doubts. I feel like, you know, I have so much faith, too. I have faith in my mindset and positivity. I'm all crazy like that. But (laughs) I really have faith that what will be will be. And I have faith and belief that, you know, it's all what's happening. It's all it's going to be good whatever comes about is going to be good. And even when I went into the transplant, I remember praying that, you know, whatever happens with this, because there's a chance that I wouldn't respond to it, but whatever would happen, you know, this would give me one step closer to understanding what was happening to me. So if this would be workout, great. If not, it still would give me some sort of answer. So I wasn't setting myself up for disappointment but I was open to, you know, whatever was going to be would be. And so I, I'm sure I'm still trying to carry that on and just have faith in the universe and faith in God and faith in myself because the God is within me. So I believe in God, but God is in me and God is in all of us. And so with that, I feel like, you know, I'm not alone. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So what other promises are you willing to make to yourself um, other than the self-care and self-love and continuing that relationship with yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything physically or um, mentally or like, have you been taking time off work? Are you getting back to work? What else yeah. contributes to success in your recovery? Yeah, so I, when I decided to go back to work, you know, my recovery has been going well. I went back to work in a month, and I decided to go back to work part-time. So I'm not setting myself up to get sick again. I don't want to go back to the life that got me where I was. So I think a lot of things contribute to manifesting of a disease. And so for myself, I didn't want to go back to working full-time in a crazy job. Um, So luckily, you know, I work from home and I work part-time now. Are there any differences you're noticing yet or at all? I know the promise of HSCT is to just halt the disease, right? And you're not even six months out yet, right? So, um, (laughs) no, I'm not. Have you noticed anything different post-transplant 
Yeah. So like I, my balance has gotten tremendously better. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I'm sure a lot of people who've gone through this may feel like, I feel like I have a new lease on life. I'm doing things that I haven't been able to do in over 10 years. It's, it's amazing. But, you know, of course I'm like, I still have to be cautious and take my time because I don't want to get too excited and like go run a marathon because I'm just barely even walking. (laughs) But, you know, it's exciting because I'm like, wow, I was not able to do this. Like I just noticed, I wrote a little blog about this, how I, um, have, I sleep through the night. I mean, people, I, some people don't understand how monumentous this is, but I used to get up about seven to 10 times a night to go pee. And I sleep through the night. It's just I, like amazing. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, right. It's interesting to also be able to sleep at least six hours um, straight through without getting yeah, up. Yeah. And the nights that I do make it all night, I'm like, what? Did, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, did I really make like, it? I know. I'm like, sometimes I'll like get up in the morning. I'm like, do I have to pee? I don't feel it, but I'm like almost as used to always getting up to do that. That whole action was just like a thing I would do every night, a few times a night, and it just became it was just normal. But now it's, I guess, my new normal is like, wow, I'm sleeping through the night. This is kind of crazy. But when I first got a transplant, it wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't like immediately like my bladder was better. But now I'm noticing, I'm like, wow, I'm sleeping through the night. So that's an amazing thing. I'm doing physical therapy and I'm definitely noticing my balance is better. My walking is better. Um, yeah, I feel like I have a whole new lease on life, but with going through all of this, I, it definitely motivated me to share my journey with people, just like how you are, you know, sharing your story and, and allowing others to feel like, uh, empowered to share their story. You know, I know I was in another blog I was reading, I was like, you know, spending time with somebody else who's very authentic with their health journey. It gives me, I feel the permission to, to share my story that it does matter. And I know I, I, you know, feel with your, what you're doing. I know how I want to reach people and how I want to motivate them that everyone has a voice and everyone has something to say and everyone, it, it matters. And so I definitely want to just keep moving forward with sharing my journey and hopefully, um, you know, it may inspire somebody or, you know, just let somebody know you're not alone because I know for so long, that's just what I wanted. That's all I wanted. It can be very isolating, right? This whole experience can be so isolating. I love so I love that you've been inspired to share your experience with others and reach out and continue building community and being a part of community because it is amazing how common we truly are in our experience with this despite how different differently we got here, right? Right. And how we can heal each other just from listening to each other and and knowing, you know, we were there, we were together at some point in our suffering and we 
are all together and are healing. And, you know, we just have to keep, uh, keep moving forward and hopefully, you know, being as positive as we can and, and keep spreading the light because that's what it's about. It's spreading the light and spreading the love. Well, and advocating for something, as you brought up at the very beginning of our conversation today, that this is an alternative treatment that more people need to be aware of because too many people are suffering with autoimmune disease that to me is unnecessary, right? If more people knew about this as an option and more people had the chance to pursue this option to halt their progression, begin to experience Mm -hmm. healing. And that's just so powerful. Right. Right. And just, you know, everyone has the right to know that this exists. And, you know, I think everyone should feel empowered to make the best decision for themselves at the right time for themselves. But from a lot of people's experiences and my experience, this has been, this has, this has worked for me. And I am so grateful that I took the chance. You know, this is a big chance that we all take. It's unknown. You know, there is a chance this can or cannot, but I still, no matter what, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to do it and that hopefully, you know, this will help other people along the way. I echo your sentiment entirely and know that if more people had the opportunity to try and uh, see the success that we've enjoyed so far, I believe Mm -hmm. hopefully it will become a standard of care for more people out there suffering. Thank you for that commitment. Yes, of course, of course. So is there anything specific you could offer as advice to anyone suffering with MS um, based on your experience with HSCT? Do you have any advice for them in preparing for either pursuing it or even in recovery from HSCT? What's your advice to them? Hmm. Oh, there's just so much, but to breathe... Take your time, but, you know, keep at it. Be persistent. And, you know, for so many things in my life, I just don't take no as an option. And I kept on being persistent with, okay, what do I have to do? What's the next step? You know, I definitely wanted to make sure I was educated with what was going on, what is what what am, am I doing? So to feel empowered to understand what you're doing and why and to just keep um, moving forward and, and being persistent because this can be challenging to even just go through the red tape and trying to get insurance and all that. But, you know, sticking with it and knowing that, you know, this may be the option for you to, you know, stick with it and look for resources. There's people out there that understand they have gone through this. They are going through this right now. So you're not alone. You're not alone. That's so important. So important to know you're not alone. Um, and that's part Definitely. of building this community and keeping this community alive. Thank you for being a part of it again. Um yeah. So switching gears a little bit, can you name a superpower that you gained from your experience with HSCT? Oh, superpower. Superpower. 
I would say, um, I guess connection, maybe a connection. I don't know if it's a superpower. <laughs> I believe so. Absolutely. Connection or resilience is always a beautiful one. I'm, uh, I'm in Toastmasters and so I'm doing a speech on that this week, but, um, connection and resilience. The connection, I feel a lot just because I have, I've gone through this and I've had so many amazing opportunities that have been brought to my life lately and having the connections and being open to learning and talking about this and sharing information about this has just expanded my connections and expanded my growth and just expanded my horizons overall. And so connections are just so important. It definitely finding the connections with people when you're going through this, literally when you're like in the hospital, I think it's super important to, you know, see if there's anyone you can connect with that's going through it in present time right now while you're in going through this. It's nice to know, you know, you're not alone going through this. Somebody's right next door to you. You may not know them, but you get to know them. Why not? Why Create not? That they, 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 if anyone if anyone understands, it's the person right next door to you. Yeah, build that support for each other and create those connections. That's beautiful. Yeah, make that connection. Mm-hmm. So is there anything holding you back now that you're uh, home again from sharing that superpower with others? No, nothing really. I feel very, um, like my time, I feel like my time is right now. I'm, I think my time is, is now really, it's, I, it's time to, you know, I feel like empowered by my throat chakra to really start opening up and sharing. And I no longer feel like timid and like, you know, maybe nobody cares, maybe they don't want to hear it, but you know, I, I I can't control what other people think or feel. All I can control and think is myself and what I know within myself is that I need to share what I, I know and what I've gone through because this this may help somebody else and it's just I feel like it's my duty to just to share what I've gone through. Thank you for sharing it with us on this podcast. We appreciate having you and hearing more and learning more. Do you feel like you might be able to find time while you're in Chicago um, to connect with anyone face to face? Like, should people be reaching out to you? Yeah, yeah, please do. I mean, I, uh, there were a few people that um, there is actually one girl, well, there's a couple girls that I've been in contact with, but I actually, you know, drove, drove down to Northwestern because I'm local and I brought her some of my headscarves and, you know, it's just, you know, just the connection that we both were bald and it was cute, but, you know, keeping that positivity flowing. And I love, I love just connecting with her and she definitely has the positive mindset. And, you know, granted, we all have our challenges. It's not like, I'm like, I don't want people to think like, oh my God, whatever, positive, positive. But we come back to it. And so she was able to hold on to it. And I know she's healing amazingly. So um, 
I'm more than happy to come out and show support and bring you a headscarf or something. <laughs> Thank you for so that. Please do reach out. Like again, I am local. I, that's actually on my agenda of things I want to do. I want to make it more of a regular thing, like once a month or something, going out and visiting people because I'm here. I'm yeah. Here and this is what I love to do. It might be neat to connect with Dr. Burt's office and just, I'm sure they have some kind of schedule where they're bringing yeah. patients in for either follow-up or... One thing I definitely want to mention is that while you're going through this, I remember when I was going through it, I was very open to connecting with anyone, but I had like the, there was, I forgot her name, but she brought in arts and crafts and stuff. And that was super just amazing for my morale. She would come and, you know, make a cute card or make a bookmark, you know, use those amazing resources. I remember I, I requested clergy and clergy would come visit me. And I think whatever faith you're in, you know, if you believe in anything, you have belief in yourself, but have clergy come by. It's a positive and uplifting spirit around you. You know, that's, that's nothing but positive. It's nothing, it's nothing but goodness. And that's a resource for you. And so I know when I was there, I definitely requested clergy and for the artistic lady I forgot her name yeah (laughs) I don't remember she stopped by with picture frame that I could paint while I was impatient Mm -hmm. and I don't remember how she is supported or gains her resources but it was just really neat to spend the time doing something different and yeah you know just connect with someone on a different level right and they're there they want to be there I mean like with her and the clergy they do this on like voluntary basis and so these are these are genuine souls out there that just want to connect and so you know take advantage of this it's just for your good anyway it's 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 such a good resource out there that's beautiful thanks for bringing them up because yeah it's not on everyone's radar or awareness i was completely surprised when she showed up with a huge tote bag full of art supplies, mm-hmm. like, hey, do you want to paint a picture frame? It was just, mm-hmm. it was really neat. Are there any other yeah. resources or books or materi- other materials that you would recommend as a good resource? Oh, there's always, I love any kind of motivational um anything motivational, but even like when I was in the hospital, I would go on YouTube and listen to some motivational talks and a good motivational speaker, um, is, uh, Louis, Louis Hayes. I'm sure if some people know of her, she's like really huge in the self-help world. She's no longer with us, but you know, she just has beautiful mantras out there. That's just like, I'm healing. You are healing. And just listening to this over on repeat, (laughs) You know, it, it's like I said, it's subconsciously, it, it heals you and you just have to have that belief, even just a willingness, not even a strong belief, just have a willing, open and willingness and you're going to see amazing miracles. I love your positivity. It's just um, <laughs> contagious, if you will. Thank you. It's a good contagious. Something I would like to be infected by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... 
you've just, I mean, you've shared so much and I'm so grateful. Is there anything you are grateful for that has gone unspoken about your experience with HSCT? I'm grateful for, you know, everyone in the hospital. They, I think everyone was doing the best that they could. You know, sometimes I was a little like, oh my God, why is this nurse taking so long? But I, you know, regardless, I know everyone there has genuine good intentions. And so I'm grateful to have patience. Patience is a virtue, mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of hard when you're feeling like crap and you're almost like, yes. oh, you're not getting the attention you want. But that's just a negative energy that I do not want to grow. What we pay our attention to grows and I'm not going to pay attention to the pain. Well, you know, sometimes we can't help it, but we can also make a choice to start thinking of something different and that will start growing. That healing will start growing and that, you know, ease and that relief and um, that pain will start subsiding because our minds are so powerful. But um, really just, uh, yeah, my whole thing is our mindset, our mindset. It is so important and can be so powerful if we're really just attuned and provide the space our brain needs to focus on staying positive. Right. Right. Anything else you want to contribute or add? I think um, that's really it for me. I feel like I've learned so much about your innate (laughs) ability to heal and stay positive. It's been inspiring to think about how to love myself more and really embody that to the point where I can turn it back around and exude that love towards others. I I definitely carried that practice when I was inpatient and tried to just be grateful for every nurse that visited every experience, including, you know, blasting the lights on when I wasn't ready at three o'clock in the morning, you know, just being grateful (laughs) for just the shock of being able to see light, right? Like at least I'm here and at least I'm doing this and at least I'm showing up and just did my best to exude gratitude. And at almost one year post-transplant, it's great to talk with, well, it's great to talk with you and remind myself I can do better at exuding that gratitude because it is infectious in a good way, right? Right. So thank you. Thank you for like reminding me of that and just (laughs) reminding everyone that they have that capacity within themselves as well. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we need a little reminding, but you know, we get back to that place a lot sooner though. Once we have that willingness and the openness to, to wanting to feel better and be happier and heal. As long as we have that, it's in us. It's in us. We just have to come back to it. And coming back to it can be hard. But once we start making those little shifts, it becomes easier. And it's just going to be natural. It's just going to be natural. Repetition is key, right? So mm-hmm. the more we can practice and the more we can embody and truly be in that positive mind state, I think you're right. The more it will become yeah. a natural thing for us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gifts. 
um, your story, your journey with HSCT, all of your strategies and resources. It's just beautiful connecting with you. And I'm so glad to be part of your community and that you are a part of our community. And now your story and your snowflake is part of our HSCT Warrior podcast community. Thank you. Of course. I'm happy to do this. Of course. Of course. And showing up today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and continue sharing your superpowers with the world because they are brilliant (laughs) and bright and helping to illuminate all of our journeys. And I just appreciate and honor that about your energy. Be sure to visit our website, hsctwarriorspodcast.com, where you can find notes from today's episode submit ideas or feedback, and access the latest HSCT research and resources. Special thanks to musical genius Bill Allitzelser for sharing his superpowers to create the soundtrack, edit, and produce the audio to make this podcast possible. You can find us both when you subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. Take a moment to leave a review because your feedback will help to develop even better episodes and your ratings will help other people find the show. Tune in next Wednesday for a brand new episode highlighting another HSCT warrior. Until then, be a snowflake and embrace your superpowers. Be kind, be well.